0: Welcome to wave 2 of covid. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing about that. This sucks. Um I don't know where you are in the world. Um cases here have I think it's almost spiking to the point where the daily counts now are more than it was originally, but once again, like I've said, I'm in the middle of nowhere, so city of 200,000 and surrounded by not anything super big like maybe a two and a half hour drive to the next place roughly that size and then maybe an eight hour drive to Calgary or six hour drive to Winnipeg something like that anywho um, it looks like a solid spike has happened Um, I'm not sure how this is going to affect anything I know that after this last week of A pretty solid average of 60-ish new cases per day. I've pulled the plug. I had aspirations of attempting an open mic night to get stand-up rolling. Um, That's done. That was supposed to be the first Saturday of November. So, yeah, I'm not messing around. If things are out of control or headed that direction, especially at bars, restaurants, clubs, uh, shit like that. I'm just not bothering. It sucks. Uh, in my spare time, I had been working away and typing up and kind of amending and fixing up what I wanted to deliver to deliver for my routine. And uh, it still needs sanding and polishing anyways. I keep thinking of different ways to phrase it or change it up every other day or so. So it's obviously still not finished or a work in progress. I keep thinking how I can make it better. So I just have to kind of sit down with my laptop and hammer away at it, rephrase it, reword it. There's some stuff in there that I don't know how technically, scientifically I want to get with it or if I just want to dial it down and make it more Uh, open to anybody and a little more kind of crude and relatable so and even just looking at different comedians that I've loved in the past like George Carlin I think he had some pretty in-depth stuff that made you think but he was still delivering it in a funny way so I kind of have him set as my bar of what the end-all be-all for a comedian is in my mind not that I want to plagiarize or copy his style but that's where I want to be headed in the long run is I want to talk about more interesting and topical and just thought provoking things and spin kind of my uh, thought process and humor onto it. So that's the direction I think I'm going to go, but yeah, I'm hitting the brakes. It sucks. But like I had mentioned earlier, I think I've had a really good year. I dropped a bunch of weight, learned how to run 5K. I've been doing this weekly since the middle of July and have had great success. This is now my fourth month with 100 plays, which I've never done in the past. Um, I lied earlier. I looked up my stats a bit ago and I did have three 100 months at one point, but then it completely, I think it went like 100, 102 something during my initial summer run and then it just died because I, when I was doing the guest format I was getting people here and there there was no consistency to it and so this is the consistency format for me and I like it Um, I would rather have guests but I'll give and take and work around what people's schedules are and I don't know who has Discord, Skype, Teams um any of those chat platforms. I don't even know how good the sound quality is going to come through on them. So we'll just, once again, kind of play it by ear, keep it going, and uh, just see how it goes. It's kind of been neat to see that I put some love into it. I held myself to doing it at least once a week, Um, working around work and family and all that stuff, and just finding time to make it a thing. And it's kind of panned out and worked out to get at least that right now, the 100 plays. I've already hit the 100, I think a week ago with the last, the October 19th upload, I think got me to 100 already, but I don't need to fixate on stats either. So I'm still doing this for fun. Just kind of want to talk, talk things out in my head, go over what I think is amusing and just kind of keep at it, keep plugging away. And then hopefully when the veil of the suck (laughs) kind of lifts, I can get back to a, a guest format or at least start adding guests, even a guest a month, guest every two weeks. I think that would be, that would make me giddy. So just get it going, get it back. So, and I have been chatting with a few people, but once again, I don't pressure. I'll generally ask once if people don't do a backflip over it. I just keep moving on. So I've poked a few people. They said, give them a little bit of time. So we'll run from there. I'll follow up and we'll see how that goes. Otherwise, that's it. So it looks like every second one of these at least is going to be Sunday. So I'll go Sunday, Monday, Sunday, Monday. And so I just, it works better. And so, because my original podcast laptop is dying a horrible death so we're just gonna leave it be i'm gonna use this main computer and run from there and i don't know i like it um i've got everything hooked up to this one i've got the good software on it uh i can upgrade to add more mics i think i had i think i made a video yeah i think i made a video kind of explaining i think i made a podcast one and I explained. It's voice meter is what I'm using for my virtual soundboard, and then I have Audacity to record, and then I'm hosting on SoundCloud, but they also feed it out to all the major platforms. So whatever you're listening to me on, that's kind of the avenue I've gone. I don't use expensive equipment. I'm recording with a Blue Snowball. Um, The Yeti is their Cadillac or fancier version, but These things you can get from like 50 to 70, and I think Yetis are around 100. Um, They're USB mics, and then there's ways you can go up from USB to better sound quality or actual physical soundboards. But for what I'm doing, I don't think I've ever heard a major complaint about sound quality. Even when I kind of re-listen to a few episodes, it seems to go well. So we're going to keep rolling and having fun with this, doing the weekly thing. And if it goes more frequent, less frequent, well, no, I'm not going to allow less frequent. I'm going to try and at least rattle off the Sunday, Monday ones. But if I add like a Wednesday, Thursday, all the better. I'll still do that weekly one that falls kind of where I've started it off. So um, above and beyond this COVID spike, uh, it looks like some things are shutting down. Uh, I'm assuming restaurants will be hit and probably nightclubs might be dead. I know in Saskatoon, north of here, there was a nightclub called Divas and they had an insane spike. And so it looks like I think I read bars, restaurants and churches are going to get hit hard because those seem to the big and nightclubs. Did I say nightclubs? Yeah. Anyways, um, those are the ones that are going to get Uh, hit the hardest with this hammer from the sounds of it but also the current government I don't think they want to be too strict right now because we're leading into election season provincial election here I see there's the presidential election in the states I think a few other provinces have had their elections so which sucks I think some of the current ruling governments are not shutting shit down. Maybe not fast enough. or not putting strict enough rules in place because it might turn off some of their voter base. So politics are politics. So yeah, we'll see how this rolls out. But yeah, it it is what it is. Tomorrow is last day to vote here provincially. Um, I'm assuming nothing will change and we'll kind of keep rolling on. This is pretty conservative country, even though we're the home of Tommy Douglas, um, who kind of created the socialist or democratic socialism platform up here, like healthcare and a lot of that spun out of him, and he's from this area. But Alberta, Saskatchewan have been pretty uh, conservative country for quite some time now, if not always, and just... They used to maybe flip-flop every 8-12 years between NDP and Conservative, which is now labeled sass party. But yeah, it's interesting. And also, now that I'm a public servant, I don't even get to talk about this stuff. I don't... Well, I can't. I'm not supposed to have an opinion. I'm not supposed to do anything to kind of skew it, because technically the incumbent government is my boss. So interesting stuff. It's as I've become more politically aware and kind of involved in staying on top of things, it's kind of, and even just working for a government, it's neat kind of how little, it's not neat, it sucks, how ill-informed I was and what little I knew when I was younger and just kind of voted for voting's sake on what little I know. And now, oh, excuse me, and now it kind of, horrifies me how kind of people they're they vote for a political party like it's their favorite sports team and i think that end of it kind of drives me nuts um people vote against their best interest sometimes but who knows we'll see um i'm assuming that my area at least will stay status quo and just kind of keep trucking along and then we'll see if there's any new unveiling of a plan to just kind of lock I don't know, I don't like the term lockdown but just kind of shore up those areas that are higher risk like I said like nightclubs restaurants um yeah so that like I guess the beginning of this rambling 10 minutes ago was just um I'm not going to go do stand up in a bar until shit fixes itself and I'm not touching a microphone where I might be the 18th person touching it I trust me not to go out if I'm feeling sick but One person coughs on that mic and the night's over. (laughs) So we're just going to shut her down. Um, Fuck, what other interesting things did I see that I wanted to talk about? Um, One big one. I should bring this up. Um, I can't remember where I... I heard it on the radio or I saw it as an article. And some scientists just stated that there's a 50% chance that we actually are living in a virtual reality right now. So uh, a virtual, it was such a weird. So do we live in a simulation? Let's see if that's it. There it is. So an article, it is in Scientific American. So from October 13th, it says, do we live in a simulation? Chances are about 50-50. So I remember listening to someone talk about this and for that to even be that high is ridiculous but I believe the theory is that there's some future civilization that's running a simulation to see what the best outcome is and we're living in one of those simulations right now. And so it's, to me at least, I don't know, like I'm of the generation where I was in my 20s when The Matrix became a thing. So it was a huge movie. And when it came out, it was the number when DVD kind of became the main medium for movies. At the same time, Matrix was the number one blockbuster in the world. And so those two kind of joined hands. And then so The Matrix be- was a huge deal. And that is a very like... Are you plugged in? Are you part of a simulation? And the movie, at least the first one I found was amazing. And the whole take the red pill, wake up, take the blue pill, go back to leading your day-to-day boring kind of NPC life. I think, yeah, NPC is kind of the term now for people who just live and don't actually live, right? And so (laughs) when this article came up, it makes you think. And it's like, how would you honestly know if you're just plugged into a fake world and a fake reality and nothing really truly has meaning or consequences? And so it's kind of, I don't want to say mind blowing, but it really makes you think. And so I don't want everyone to become a lunatic and just start making horrible decisions because you're like well if i'm in a simulation none of this shit matters right like it just it's such a like especially since those movies are from 20 years ago now like for someone to even say that there's a 50% chance that everything you're doing right now is in a computer and you're like in a bed hooked up to something or like in in the Matrix, I think they're in these weird like ooze pods, right? And the computers were using people for thermal energy, something like that. Anyways, so (laughs) for professionals to come out and say there's a 50% chance that we're just going through the motions in a simulation and then um there's just going to be multiple simulations and multiple outcomes of what already is a doomed earth or a doomed world or a future where they're trying to figure out could they have done something better and it's a weird notion and it makes me think right like if we are in a simulation let let me allow us to go there for a moment it's what Different paths have failed. Is this the best path? It's almost like the community joke. Like, are we the darkest timeline? Like, what different things in the past could have drastically come out of another simulation? Like, the things that pop into my mind are like World War Two. What would have happened if that panned out differently? And a few other major, major things. Like, even world leaders, um, the Cuban Missile Crisis. I was talking about that because I'm a nerd. We were talking about that last night and how I think it was a Russian nuclear sub initially thought the orders was to launch and attack the U.S. And it was just one soldier was like, hold on, wait, we're not going to follow these orders. I want clarification. And so... In any other situation... Like, this guy's a hero now, in retrospect. But I think when we were talking about him, he got uh, ostracized from the military and kind of had a black mark on his record forever because he, at the time, disobeyed a direct order. And that's fucked up when you think the... It was a test, or... I'd have to look, but... From what I remember, the Cuban Missile Crisis is the closest we've come to nuclear war. And one... Awesome man (laughs) is the reason it didn't happen because he was like, yeah, I'm not going to be so hot to just hammer on the nuke button. Right. And so things like that, like what if that went sideways? Um, Another weird thing we were talking about last night was uh, Chernobyl. What happened if that went off and just um, if the sacrifices weren't made to kind of make it less of a disaster like we would have lost eastern europe or all of europe and most of russia if that thing was a worst case scenario and just other little things right and so i don't know why but i'm intrigued by the entire um is this real notion and for us to even be having that conversation in 2020 is such a strange eye-opener to me um so I'm probably going to sit down and watch Matrix again. Um, two and three are meh. I, from what I know, they're recording a new one. So it's kind of funky that they're making a new Matrix movie right when people are like, well, there's actually a solid chance that none of this is real and we're all hooked up to a simulation. So uh, how's that for fucked up? <laughs> maybe, maybe that'll give you the motivation to either give up and be like, fuck it. What if this is a simulation? Or it might give you the motivation to be a better version of yourself and um, go try things you haven't tried. What's the worst that could happen? Go talk to that girl. Go do that thing. Or when all this shit lifts, go travel. Go see something, right? I don't know what kind of affect the notion of us and this not being real would have on every person's mind. And to me, it kind of leads to a little uh, introspection and just um, thought about, um, fuck, what if and what if it isn't, right? Like both kind of give motivation to live maybe a little more um, and to just how to look at things a little differently. Um, what else? What else? Um, the only other thing I kind of plunked that I wanted to talk out um, was last week. I think it was last week. Rogan had a guy on. It might even be older. But I was chatting about that today that my favorite guests of his aren't when he gets on like Kanye is on or like celebrities. I like when he gets uh, scientists, psychologists and experts in weird fields to come on and talk about kind of what they're good at like. Rogan's in this great spot that if he gets his thought in his head, like, why is this like this? He can just invite, he can Google the authorities on it and legit bring them in and ask them questions. And that's amazing. And so every once in a while, things I'm guessing he's curious about pique my curiosity like when he had David Sinclair on about the anti-aging, I was glued to both of those. Um, that's how I became aware of Jordan Peterson and the whole um, movement he's behind that's taken off. But it, one of the seeds of that was him. He, now he's at six or seven appearances on the Joe Rogan Experience. But I wouldn't have found these things, uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick, for health information. And just the people he has on semi-regularly that are authorities and things I like listening to those and so he had a guy on that is a psychologist and I think his I think they actually said his lo- layer of expertise was narcissism and that's where it caught my attention in the description so I have to finish listening to it but it made so much sense and I'm it's kind of cool how he brought this guy on because In this age of the internet, social media, and what kind of seems depression and withdrawal, um, we also seem to be living in this age of narcissism because of things like Instagram and Snap and um, people being obsessed with likes, retweets, follows, uh, shares, like whatever the platform is, whatever their validation kind of system is based on is how people are all of a sudden grading themselves and so it's weird and then you have terms like influencer coming out of this and people are getting internet famous but how how famous is that right like all these years later is anyone talking about the floss kid or Um, now it's the cranberry juice guy and everyone's doing a knockoff of that. And it's so TikTok, right? And just is, it's, it was neat to listen to this guy and I got to finish listening to it because it did kind of resonate with me this whole, like, I don't want to call it, like, how did, I don't, I think they called it like a narcissism epidemic or just, but I hate they're always using these big blown out of proportion words like everything is the end of the world or everything's canceled this and i don't like the extremes but narcissism as a whole i do believe is creeping up and becoming a thing and i think it's the cause of a lot of people being sad depressed and not actually seeking the right things in their life um and I've probably talked about this before. Like, I just mentioned Jordan Peterson, where he talks about, like, um, seek meaning, not things or whatever. And I think more people need to kind of unplug from that stuff and just um, take stock of what's around them, improve upon themselves. And when you're... And don't get me wrong. When I go for runs, um, I... Instagram and Facebook it but that was more of a way of holding me accountable because after I did it a few times it was like well now God knows if anyone cares but I got caught in the web I guess too that I'm posting regularly it's like look I ran look I ran look I went for a run look I did this many push-ups today and I think I'm using it in a positive way that's non-narcissistic but maybe not um, I also don't need to feel that I'm better than an Instagram model or a TikTok content provider. How is that any different from YouTube, t- um, Twitch, any of these mediums, right? But I get how when he brings up that narcissism is creeping up and becoming a problem, I can also see how it is spun into that because as a whole... We are becoming more self-absorbed and with filters and all these different versions of social media, we're also only putting forward the best versions of ourselves and expecting to see only the best versions of ourselves and then the other side of that coin, at least the way I see it, is we're only seeing the best representation of other people and How much is that dragging us down mentally when we only see the best of everybody? Filtered, cleaned up, like the right angle, perfect lighting. Like, fuck, I even own a makeup ring for my Twitch stream. So obviously look matters and presentation matters. So is me owning a better microphone and a makeup light? Uh, Does that fall under the narcissism tree or is it just production quality? I don't know. And so... I'm going to finish listening to that one tomorrow or Tuesday and just kind of see where it goes. But just listening to the first 40 minutes to an hour of it, like I did it along with the matrix (laughs) subject this week, that was the other thing that kind of resonated with me. And it's just, it makes you think like, I don't want to think we've turned into a bunch of selfish assholes, but when you kind of leave your house and there's a whole bunch of people that are refusing to wear masks. Is that based out of narcissism, selfishness? Um, uh, What people think are their rights and privileges and freedoms when, and then holding that over other people's um, well-being. And so it's weird. It makes sense. And so that's kind of why I wanted to talk it through is I do believe there is i don't know if it's all narciss- narcissism entitlement um ego um an air of untouchableness because really we live in probably the safest time ever when you think about everything uh we did an amazing job at least our country for shutting down for covid i get i think we had our thanksgiving kind of we made it through, woohoo, kind of celebration. And now we're paying for it. And now cases are back up to almost daily highs. But I think we did it better than some places. Like, didn't Italy have the wheels fall off at the beginning? And America's, fuck it. They get more cases in a, I think, Saturday or Friday. They had more new cases that day than Canada had cases ever since March or February. And so. Uh, yeah, it's weird. People, there is entitlement. Um, narcissism is a strong word, but I think it does apply when you bring social media in and you see clips of like, I don't want to say kids only, but there I have seen videos of people melting down where they're like, why am I not famous? Why am I why is Instagram so hard? Why do I only have a thousand followers instead of 10,000 or a million? And then why does that guy over there have a million? I'm not doing anything differently. And, uh, once again, that falls under, once again, the Jordan Peterson umbrella of, um, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not, someone else because you don't know what they're going through you don't know what they're doing they might be putting in 16 hour days and doing a side hustle right so yeah just weird shit um yeah are we in the matrix and are we in the narcissist asshole matrix (laughs) um yeah that's it those were the two kind of things that piqued my curiosity this week hopefully i can wrangle up someone to have a chat with in the next little while But if not, I'll talk with you later.